Hi everyone, it's Allie. Welcome back to the Feeling Good Sometimes podcast. Welcome back. I'm so excited that you're here for another week of Feeling Good Sometimes. This week, we are joined by Hannah B. So you may know her on all social media by Healthy by Hannah Bay. And basically, in this episode, we talk a lot about setting boundaries, what it looks like to set a boundary, how to set boundaries, setting boundaries around diet culture, just around relationships, around people within your circle of life. So I hope you really enjoy this episode and take something away from it. And yeah, it was really great to kind of remind ourselves that setting boundaries is not a negative thing. And we all generally set boundaries in our life. We just sometimes don't label it as boundaries. And we all need to collectively and individually work together to express what we need and how we feel without necessarily worrying too much about the way other people are going to react. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I will see you on the other side. Hi, Hannah. Welcome to the Feeling Good Sometimes podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Of course. So we start every episode by asking how you're feeling. So how are you feeling at this moment? I feel like my answer is always tired. Yeah. (laughs) Still applies for today. But besides tired, very excited to be here. Love podcast interviews, like just talking, you know, it's always a nice way. Right now it's 9 a.m. here. So it's a nice way to ease myself into the day. day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We're we're so used to like doing like a one word answer when people ask us that. So I love to hear like, are people going to go deep into it or are they going to be like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> I love that. So, I love deep into it. Yeah, I know. I want to know how you're feeling, like how you're actually Tell me feeling. How you're feeling for real. Yeah. We're so conditioned to not answer that without going into detail. So... If people don't know you, um, give me a little snapshot of what you're currently doing and a little bit into your story because you have a pretty remarkable story that you're sharing with the world and helping others out. Thank you. So I'm a content creator and I post about confidence, self-acceptance, body image, Um, A lot of LGBTQ topics and just bold beauty and style. And my mission with my whole page is really to help people find and maintain their inner confidence. So I really like to help people find confidence from within themselves and maintain that. And that comes from my own story Uh, when I was younger. I was diagnosed with chronic illnesses and I had a very difficult childhood and I really internalized a lot of it Mm -hmm. and I was embarrassed about a lot of the things that happened to me because they were not 
necessarily relatable to any of my peers. And I was a young woman going through very difficult issues with my body and my chronic illness, things that should not really have been happening at that age or to someone. And I was really forced to look inward to find things about myself that I valued and could find my confidence in because in the past I had done a whole bunch of diets. Mm -hmm. I had, you know, and, and chronic illnesses, they make your body weight inconsistent sometimes. So you may be, you may lose a lot of weight. You may gain it back and dealing with all that, you know, we are often taught to that once we get to a certain weight or once we get to a certain body size, then all of a sudden we're going to be confident and that it's our right to, you know, be happy and confident and speak up for ourselves. Mm -hmm. But I want to remove that idea that once you get to a certain weight or a certain anything, really, that all of a sudden confidence will come to you. Mm -hmm. Confidence is really a daily practice, an ongoing journey, and everyone has it within themselves it just needs to be pulled out. And I had it within myself and it took me a long time to pull it out. And, but now that I have, you know, it's remarkable how much better your life can be when you are confident, but also, you know, confidence gives you the ability to do so many things like advocate for yourself in situations where no one else is going to advocate for you Mm -hmm. or, you know, allow yourself to really trust yourself and trust yourself to take you through life in a safe way. Um, so yeah, that's a bit about me, my story, and why I am the way that I am. <laughs> well, I'm so passionate about this topic of confidence. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, we. I guess we don't really clue into how much... I think deep down we know that when we go through like diet culture or if we're kind of stuck into the whole like I need to be X, like I need to fit into this size gene or I need to be this weight or whatever, then we're going to feel like so much better about ourselves. But it's like scientifically proven that it's not necessarily the case. Once you start going down that rabbit hole of diet culture and working on diets like there's always going to be a new diet there's always going to be a smaller size that you're going to chase after so it's really working on how can we stop that pattern because a lot of it is like a, a pattern that we fall into right so what did it kind of look like for you so I watched one of your reels um just before we got on here and you it looked like you went through the process of you were really sick with your illnesses and obviously that caused your weight to fluctuate. Um, and that can obviously trigger like things like disordered eating. Um, and then it seems like you kind of like found yourself through weightlifting. So what was that journey like for you? Yeah. So the journey for me was weightlifting was a catalyst for sure. I am a power lifter. Okay. I power lifted for like four or five years now for Mm -hmm. anyone who doesn't know that what what that is it's basically a kind of lifting where the main goal is just to get stronger like Mm -hmm. the the number one goal is not to 
It has nothing to do with how your body looks and has everything to do with the numbers that you are lifting and how much weight you can pull. Mm-hmm. And for me, finding that was a game changing moment because it allowed me to learn how to use my body as like, and see my body as something that first of all is capable of doing this, but also, you know, it's just so empowering for, for me and for anyone out there to train in a way where your body is not at the center of it. You're not going Mm. in the gym or, or working out so that you can lose weight or change your body. And for a long time, I did work out that way where Uh the main goal was to change how I looked. But when I found it, you know, it really challenged me to lose all of those beliefs that I had about what fitness could be and Uh what it could do. And it really taught me how to use my body as a vehicle and see it as a vehicle to do certain things, but not be the center of my life. Like I could use it to lift really heavy weights and, you know, do really badass things, but it didn't have to be the reason I went into the gym. And, you know, I didn't have to always be focused on shrinking it and Mm. doing all those things. I think anyone like on their body acceptance journey doesn't necessarily have to start powerlifting to get the same thing. Yeah. Anything that kind of is not where your body's not, where changing your body's not at the center of it, any kind of physical activity or even just creative activity, something that can show you like who you are or empower you to see yourself in a, in a powerful way is amazing for helping with body acceptance for sure. Yeah, it's almost like flipping a switch into recognizing what your body can do opposed to how to like change your body. Cuz obviously like with powerlifting as you said you're focused on like how much weight you can lift and you can't really do that if you're not taking care of your body like your body is not going to about to continue to lift more weight if you're not like nourishing it or um taking care of it on the opposite direction and sometimes we kind of like forget about that like yeah we can continue to go to the gym and be like oh look at what my body can do and I'm going to keep pushing it but if you're also not taking care of it on the other side of things then over time you're not going to about to continue that path yeah, that's very true. And that's a big reason why also it helped me with my relationship with food too, mm-hmm. because if you are not eating enough food and you are lifting the amount of weight like that power lifters lift that I was lifting, that I lift still, you can't do it. You just can't. You mm-hmm. know, you have to fuel your body and you have to eat and it's it's so important so that it also really taught me you know how to feel my my body in that way just so I could be stronger and so I could have more energy it's a completely different way of eating that you know because you know when you when you grow up dieting everything you do is about eating as least as you possibly can about mm-hmm. hitting a certain amount of calories or you know eating the right way eating clean eating leaving all these foods off limits mm-hmm. and powerlifting, you know, it taught me how to fuel my body for this kind of exercise, but also 
how to you know, have that healthy relationship with food where there is no restrictions at all. I have zero restrictions in my diet and coming from a past eating disordered history, you know, it's very difficult to mm-hmm. find it very difficult to have any kind of restrictions, but that doesn't mean, you know, that I'm not focused on fueling and, you know, eating well, but just not in a restrictive way. Yeah. But that came after a long time, you know, everyone has a different relationship with food and, you know, I'm sure I could have used support on that journey. And I recommend if anyone's really struggling that they get that outside support for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you kind of like went towards like the powerlifting um, to kind of like help yourself out. And what else kind of were you doing other than just like, focusing on what your body could lift like how else were you working on this kind of like body acceptance journey and what did that look like coming into working on setting more boundaries for yourself yeah I mean it started with lifting and then eventually you know food freedom and that relationship with food and those things were the catalyst for sure and then only I would say a couple years later, did I start learning about boundaries, Mm -hmm. which quickly became one of the next biggest tools that I use on this journey, because they really allowed me to start looking inward to see how I was feeling and what my own limits were and what, you know, I could tolerate and realized I was allowed to not tolerate certain things. And uh, the lifting and the eating, you know, that really helped me accept my body. And Mm -hmm. I would say that boundaries were the next step. They were the tool for me to actually be confident in myself and actually take that acceptance and, you know, put it into practice in my life. Boundaries were definitely an, an amazing way of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And setting boundaries is not an easy thing to do. It's really not easy. And I think, you know, but it's like anything that you do for the first time or that is new, like, you know, it's like riding a bike. When you do something for the first time, it's always clunky. It always feels uncomfortable, you know, especially for women who have taught, you know, have been taught growing up. We're taught to not, we're taught to look outside of ourselves for how we feel. We're Mm -hmm. taught to consult every single person we know. Mm -hmm. We're never, we're taught, you know, to stand up for ourselves or to advocate for ourselves is rude and mean. And that we should put everyone's needs before ourselves before we actually advocate for ourselves, which is so backwards Mm -hmm. because you can't be the best person you can be if you are not putting yourself first if you're putting everyone's needs before your own it's like that very cliche but very true sentence which is that you can't pour from an empty cup Mm -hmm. you're last on your list then you're pouring from an empty cup and it's not fun yeah there's nothing for you basically nothing for you you're like, this sucks, you know, you become like unhappy. You don't know who you are. You can't, 
have the things you want when you're lost on your list. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're all out here just trying to have a good life on this floating rock. <laughs> we may as well <laughs> be putting ourselves first at the very yeah. least. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, so what kind of was the journey like for you, like learning how to like set boundaries and what like areas in your life did you set boundaries in? Like I'm guessing it was more than just around food and your body. Like was it relationships or anything like that? Yeah, I mean the thing about boundaries is like once you kind of learn the basics you can really apply it to every single area of your life. And everyone has an area of their life where they do have good boundaries in already, even if you don't know it. And Mm -hmm. a lot of that, you know, you can apply to different areas of your life. For me, it really started with my family. Okay. My family at the same time as diet culture, because, you know, like a lot Mm -hmm. of people out there, my family would really, you know, talk about diets and talk about losing weight. And my mom would always, she was infamous for commenting on my body Uh or what I was wearing or, you know, any kind of appearance based comment, like every single day, you know, of my life growing up. And a lot of families like mine, had no idea what boundaries are, no semblance of boundaries. You know, the way that my family approaches conflict is like you yell at each other until that person reaches their limit and then that person yells back. <laughs> so, you know, growing up, I had no idea what boundaries were. I had none of them. I I had none of them modeled to me. And, you know, I began to just... You know, it's, it's really hard, though, when you when your family's commenting on your yeah. body all the time, you know, I realized, like, if I wanted to have a relationship with them, then I had to start being extremely honest mm-hmm. about what I needed from them. And it was, you know, it's not easy, for sure, because when you set a boundary with someone who has, you know, is used to a certain thing. And this is anyone. It can be, you know, even if it's not a difficult parent, even just a friend or someone Mm -hmm. close to you. And you say, you know, we've been doing something this way this whole time, but now I actually want to do it this way. Yeah. You get, you know, they're going to be maybe angry or confused or fight back, whatever. Or maybe they'll just say, okay, thank you for telling me, which is the ideal situation, but... (laughs) It's like 0.1% of the population will do that. (laughs) Seriously. But it's not easy at first. But then once you are able to enforce your boundary, hold it up, say, I don't want you to comment on my body anymore. And they say, well, is it really that big of a deal? And you say, yes. Mm. When you hold a boundary, when you boundaries are like twofold you have to set them and then you have to enforce them you have to be strong enough to do that and but once it's there once everyone you know it's hard at first you set it you may have a reaction it's difficult but once it settles and it's there you can really be a lot happier Mm -hmm. and you can have better relationships and they're a great tool for relationships with other people but also yourself internally 
because, you know, if I now go into my family environment, I don't have to worry about those kinds of comments. And that means that, you know, I can actually have a better relationship with my family now because mm-hmm. I don't get extremely triggered every time I go into it. We often think like boundaries are walls or they're super rigid mm-hmm. or yes. you know, they're rules or they're, you know, things that make us rude or demanding, but really they are tools and they actually make life better for yourself and for all the people involved. Mm-hmm. If you can be happy. Yeah, that's a really great point is that we, yeah, I think especially as women, when we're working on setting boundaries, it's seen as like this horrible thing. And like, we tend to get a lot of pushback on like, oh my gosh, really? Like, and I think people get defensive because I think we just think like boundaries are so hard to set. And usually if you're setting it, like, especially if you're setting boundaries with family, like obviously, especially our parents have grown up a certain way. They lived in a different kind of the culture growing up and they enforce it on us. But now we're a different era and we're trying to live life differently. So when we set those boundaries, it's like, oh, I've wronged you. I've done everything wrong. So then you're like, oh shit, like, should I have set these boundaries or like, should I have said that? And then, yeah, it is that kind of like, it's that strength, but it's also that confidence in yourself to continue to keep those boundaries staying there and to continually, you almost have to like set them over and over and over again until the other person or whoever else you're setting it with, or even yourself understands like, this is the correct boundary for me. But yeah, that's a really good point about how they are kind of perceived as this like, setting a wall or like oh this person doesn't want to talk to me anymore or but no it's actually just like I am a human I'm trying to better myself and the other person who's in the relationship or whatever it may be could actually benefit from this as well (laughs) it's true and it's like okay we all have limits every single human there's not one person who does not have anything that triggers them we all have emotions they're not going anywhere yeah so you know we may as well accept that this is the reality and boundaries can be used as a tool to manage both of those things and keep everybody happy you know because that's really what it is about not you know certain rules or certain limits which is you know i think what i used to think they were yeah they're really so much deeper and it's true. You know, women are taught like it's such a bad thing and that we're being mean mm-hmm. and that we're being rude. But when you can actually advocate for yourself and you say, this is what I need. That's an amazing thing. And you mm-hmm. know, your relationships are so much better because like, imagine you're with someone, anyone like your partner, your friends, your whatever. And they say to you, this is what I need right now to be happy. I would prefer we don't talk about this topic because it's Uh going to make me really upset. You're not going to say, well, maybe, but hopefully you won't say, screw you for telling me what you need. You're going to say, thank you for telling me what you need. Now I know Mm -hmm. what to do to not upset you. And 
I, I so value when people are able to tell me their boundaries because uh-huh. it shows me they know what they need and they're willing to ask for it, you know, because when you can't say it, which I think is what happens to a lot of women, you uh-huh. can't say, you know, there's a lot of guilt involved too, because it can uh-huh. feel hard, especially if the person gives you a reaction that you is hard to deal with and you don't want to make anyone in your life unhappy, yeah. but the temporary unhappiness and the temporary guilt you know those feelings are still there but they shouldn't stop you from setting boundaries especially if you want to become a version of yourself who can advocate for yourself and who can do the things like I'm not going to sit here and be like it's easy this is why most of I feel like the world has no boundaries at all because it's harder Mm -hmm. to learn and to start doing it, especially because, you know, we don't really talk about emotions or we don't talk about managing them or anything like that. But it really is like a skill set that I wish everyone had. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I wish it was just like the norm to like set boundaries and tell people how we actually feel and tell them what we need in a situation or just like at any given point in time instead of it being like seen as being difficult or like anything like that like yeah so do you have like a better relationship with your family now that you've set boundaries or like how's that going Yes, you know, it's a work in progress for sure. Because the thing about boundaries too is like, you set one and then you're like, okay, this is how the relationship is changing. Maybe I need another one here. Maybe I need another one here. You know, it's kind of an ongoing journey. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, with those relationships in your life with the people who are so close to you and, and they can be the most you know sensitive it takes a long time because boundaries are not like a thing you set where you're like okay I set this boundary and now that's it yeah they can change and they can change as relationships can change and they definitely evolve over time we have a better relationship for me now you know Mm -hmm. maybe they don't like it as much because they can't say everything that they've always been used to saying but for me now you know we can actually talk and have a conversation that's not upsetting and I would say that is a huge win yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. but it's such a good tool for you know family for relationships these are boundaries all the time in my relationship and in all my friendships my my partner and I we have we have a relationship contract that okay. we sat one down and I said we need to make this where we put on our non-negotiable boundaries essentially mm-hmm. and they can be things as little as like we want to do a fun sex thing once a month yeah. you know like, if that's a non-negotiable then it's a, you know then it is like then it's yeah. a boundary Chances are you've said, you know, anyone listening to this has said a whole bunch of boundaries in their life. They just don't know it yet. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like, okay, here's my list of boundaries, even though they're, you're probably setting boundaries like every day, let's be real, but you're not like labeling it necessarily as a boundary. So then when you actually like, oh my gosh, I have to set a boundary. It seems like this like morbid thing to do, but you're redoing it. (laughs) 
Mm -hmm. And it is a really good tool just to tie it back to like for diet culture and for navigating those conversations, especially for anyone who, you know, has a history of eating or body image issues or still does. And I think that is a lot of women for sure Mm -hmm. to be able to know what you need in situations where maybe those conversations are happening or those kinds of things can feel triggering to you to be able to say like, I need this, I need a boundary here is, is an amazing tool because then you can be around, you know, diet culture, which is not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I wish it would, but it's not. And not feel so deeply triggered or burned out or exhausted by it, you know, Mm -hmm. because if you're like hurting around those topics, having to engage with them, even if it's something as small as a comment or something like that can be so deeply painful for you. You know, Mm -hmm. you leave those interactions feeling like exhausted and like wiped out and nobody wants to feel like that and we shouldn't have to you know yeah that's true yeah people's comments can put a big impact into our mood and then how we feel about ourselves and it's usually like setting those boundaries where you're asking someone to like not comment on something is I feel like one of the harder ones because yeah, I guess there, it does really impact how someone else is going to feel. And then they're going to, I think we're more afraid of like the reaction of what people are going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and it feels scary to say like, can you please not? But there are different ways too to set boundaries that I think can feel more authentic to you as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, something like if you're if you're well practiced in boundaries you've been setting them for a long time it's not you get more comfortable with them and how you can respond to these situations and at first maybe like you have this relationship with someone and they make a lot of comments about body stuff about your body about theirs whatever and you let it go for a long time and you work yourself up and then you're like hey maybe can you please not mention these things anymore maybe that's how it goes the first time but mm-hmm. maybe the 10th time that you're setting a boundary with someone like you are starting this new relationship and they're like oh haha yeah I'm counting calories and you're like oh haha you know I totally get it like I've been there but I would just prefer to avoid the topic and you know maybe you make a joke about it maybe you are just don't engage at all in ways you are subtly setting a boundary without being like hey, would rather you not talk about this, like, screw you for bringing up your diet, you, you know, like, it doesn't have to be, (laughs) I think, how a lot of people picture it. Yeah. It's like an, it's like an art. You learn the basics, and then you're like, how can I try this on in different ways? And, you know, it's not to say, like, I just want to make it clear, like, it's not like you and your boundaries, like, once I set a boundary, you know, everyone, like, is gonna fall into place and you know my bound and like you have to be willing to accept that also other people might fight back against your boundaries you know they might not agree you have to be willing to decide if it's worth it enough to keep it up like because you know just because you decide you want to have a boundary doesn't mean like your word is god's word and everyone's gonna 
fall into place and be like, oh, yes, completely. It can be difficult sometimes. And, you know, just like any opinion or any need that you have, you have to be willing to hold it up against disagreement Mm -hmm. and pushback. Yeah. So what kind of like other areas have you set boundaries in when it comes to like diet culture other than just like telling people to like or I guess you're around topics that's like a big one Mm -hmm. I think like it can be anything really for me you know I think about I think about comments about my body the most obvious one yeah I don't you know accept any sort of for the most part you know critical comments about how I look or my weight or anything like that I don't need to engage in that it is painful for me so anything like that I just you know is an immediate no I think other ones can be you know just even listening to someone talk about their own diet you know if you have person close to you in your life who is on a diet and maybe they bring it up a lot maybe they bring up their own weight loss a lot yeah that's something you can you know set a boundary with something I don't really like to hear because you know it's just not a topic for me that I enjoy like you go ahead you do your diet you do your thing I don't care but doesn't mean that I have to hear about it yeah um you know especially like if you're someone who's maybe in environments where you're prone to it And that's why, like, I'm hosting this Setting Boundaries with Diet Culture workshop before the holiday season, Mm -hmm. because, you know, in December, you know, that's when you're around all your family who maybe makes comments about their own diets, you know, maybe wants to make comments about your own body, about the calories and the food. You know, diet culture is really like a blanket word for just... I think anything related to body and food that can feel very triggering or painful mm-hmm. for sure. So there are a lot of different ways, you know, anything that like you can think of really that is triggering, triggering when you think of the topic and we all have our own certain things for sure. Like I won't engage, you know, with, with conversations about, like diets really unless it's just to say oh actually did you know that they're bs (laughs) (laughs) actually do you know that it's like actually do you know that 85 to 95 percent of diets fail sometimes i'll do that and yeah i'm on the keto diet right now and i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna leave then that's a boundary too if you just get up and walk away from a conversation you're like this is painful for me. I just don't want to sit here and listen. Yeah, exactly. Like, and you have the right to do that. You don't even have to make a scene. You can just go get some water or something, you know, that's yeah. setting a boundary. Yeah, totally. Um, so why don't you talk a little bit more about the webinar you're doing and what kind of like inspired you to do that? Is it the first webinar you've done? It is the first one that I'm doing. Yes. Woo. But, um, <laughs> What inspired me to do it was, you know, when you learn about boundaries as a tool for the first time, when I first learned how to implement it into my 
family relationships. I immediately became hooked because it, I think, is the number one tool that I've found for really putting confidence into practice. Okay. Because when you can say, when you can, they really challenge you to look inward and find what you need. And, you know, we're so used to not doing that. We're so used to being very disconnected from what we need and from the boundaries we want to set. And we're not really being our authentic selves when we are having that disconnect. And to feel confident, you know, in who you are, self-trust is such an important tool for that. And boundaries are really a tool for building self-trust. Because when you say like yourself, this is what I need. I trust myself to set this boundary, which is going to keep me happy and everyone in my life happy. You're saying I can trust myself to do hard things. I can trust myself to have the conversations that, you know, were maybe difficult. I can trust myself to, I can rely on myself to be my own best friend and to carry me through life. And that is so fundamental for like your confidence as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I trust myself to do this, even if I screw it up. Even if I'm not perfect, I still trust myself through it all. And I'm not going to, you know, break down if I do screw it up. So I, I got so hooked on them and, you know, there's, you can apply them to every area in your life. In the workshop that I'm teaching in December, it's all about setting boundaries with diet culture specifically. So for in these contexts where you are, you know, with your family, with your friends, and you're going to maybe be engaging with a lot more of that than usual, but at the same time, everything that you learn can be applied to every single area of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love it so much, because it's not like, you know, just for one thing. It's like you learn the fundamentals and you can really learn and grow from that. And they're by far the number one tool, I think, for really building that inner confidence and maintaining it. hmm for sure, which is what I love about them so much. And it's what inspired me to teach a workshop on it, especially because I know, you know, the holidays are such a stressful time for so many people. Mm-hmm. Going back into those situations, you know, it can be exhausting and it doesn't have to be exhausting. You know, boundaries are not going to take everything stressful away about the holidays, but they are going to make it so that you can go into the holidays and say, okay, I trust myself to not stay in situations that are harmful to me. I trust myself to be my own advocate. I trust myself to know when to walk away, to know when to stand up. And I'm excited to help give people that tool because I wish that I had it. Mm-hmm. And I wish that, you know, I learned it and I know so many people know they need boundaries, but just have no idea even where to scratch the surface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the the big point to, to take away is having that self-trust and like starting to set boundaries can kind of build that up for yourself. And then just recognizing that 
you can continue to trust yourself to keep moving forward and to keep those boundaries in tune, especially as maybe it gets more difficult and you have more pushback or you're around more people and you're having to enforce it more than you probably would like. But just like trusting that you know that that's what's right for you is probably like a big point, a big takeaway mm-hmm. through that. They're also like just a tool for you to be able to build the life you want mm-hmm. because you know, boundaries can be used to say no to the things you don't want to do, which is a yes. problem that a lot of women have. We we say yes to things that we don't really want to do. And we waste all of our energy on those things. And boundaries are really a tool to start building the life that you want, to start asking for the things that you want, to start having the relationships that you want. Mm-hmm. And really just live your life in alignment with what you want it to look like. Yeah. Which is really hard mm-hmm. to do without boundaries. That's true. Because then you end up kind of just living out, you know, maybe goals that other people have set for themselves or you don't really know like who you are. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are difficult, too, because they force you to look inward and think, okay, what do I really want? Which is something that not a lot of us are used to doing. That's true. Yeah, we're so enforced by outside influencers or influencers, influences um, that we tend to look outward for validation instead of inward. Mm -hmm. Which is nothing, you know, to blame ourselves for because... It is very like societal conditioning. Yeah. You know, we live in a society. So let's not blame ourselves for being this way. But that doesn't mean that we can't change and better ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. So what else has like changed in your life um, throughout this journey of you kind of having more body acceptance and then obviously more in tuned into self-confidence and like setting boundaries. So we talked a little bit about how you've, you now have seemed to have like a better relationship with your body and with food and then like a better relationship with setting boundaries. I would say for like personal relationships, has anything else changed in your life? Yeah. I mean, definitely with food in my body, it's taken a long time to get here. You know, I'm mm. not going to say like the minute you learn boundaries, it's all of a sudden gonna go away. But if you are committed to learning, that's all that really matters. I think for like any sort of interpersonal relationship in my life, they've been an extremely helpful tool. Um, Like with family, with my partner, with friendships, they've definitely helped me have much healthier relationships and also be able to really figure out what I need out of a relationship Mm -hmm. and figure out what relationships can serve that and give that to me, you know, because boundaries also kind of, since they force you to think about what you want, they force you to be more selective and actually act in alignment with what you want which is hard because you know sometimes you just you want a friendship with anyone who wants to be friends with you or you want to say yes to everything that other people want to do but it really forces you to be 
selective and intentional, but then you end up, you know, having the relationships that really fulfill you. Mm -hmm. And I definitely credit, you know, all of the great relationships in my life. I think boundaries have been a huge part of that and building those for sure. I mean, in career and in professional life, it's a huge thing too. And we could probably have a whole other podcast just about how to apply boundaries in your career and professional mm-hmm. life. Because yeah. Such a real issue that so many people like, you know, struggle with, mm-hmm. especially with all the crazy workplaces out there. Um, and it's really been, but it's been, you know, good for my career too, because I can be more selective than I've been able to really say like, I trust myself to do these things. I don't know if they're going to work out, but it's okay if I screw up, you know, cause like doing content creation and you know having a podcast and doing things like that, it can be, you know, you have to really trust yourself and mm-hmm. be committed to it because it can be hard, especially when, you know, it's all about likes, comments, engagement, yeah. money, bank account, you know, yeah, boundaries can are extremely helpful in that context for sure. Um, I don't know, like at this point, they're just so within me that they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they just are. But yeah, I mean, I would say overall, the best gift that boundaries give you is more energy because you're not saying yes to things you really want to say no to mm-hmm. Being selective. And so you have more energy to do the things you want and better relationships. Yeah. As you can ask for what you need and clearly communicate that. And mm-hmm. you can notice when people are consistently crossing your boundaries or do not respect them. Mm-hmm. Because boundaries are really all about respect and saying, you know, I respect that you need this. And we all deserve that. Yeah, that's true. Do you have any like tips for anyone listening who is like, oh my gosh, yes, like I need to set more boundaries, but they just like don't know where to start? Like, is there something small that they can start on or something that they can do to kind of like help themselves with confidence? Yeah. I mean, first you can follow me, (laughs) (laughs) but second, like, you know, boundaries seem like this huge daunting thing. Yeah. Just think about setting one boundary in your life. Mm -hmm. Just one, you know, whether that be an hour a day away from your phone, Mm -hmm. like internal boundary, say, I want to spend an hour away from my phone. I want that, you know, all you have to do to set a boundary, say, what do I really need? You know, what do I need to be happy? And then carry it out. Think about just one boundary, you know, and you can set it in a low stakes situation too, and work up to the ones that are more challenging. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, let's say you're interacting with your partner every single day. You can set a very small boundary, like, you know, I don't want to do the dishes on this day or whatever. But like, that's a pretty low stakes environment to start setting boundaries. You know, you can start by doing them in situations and in contexts that are very low 
mistakes, you know, the people you talk to every day, the people you know are going to be fine and then start to build up that tolerance for doing more and more difficult ones over time. But all it starts with is one single boundary saying, and, you know, chances are you already have some in your life too. Mm-hmm. You're also thinking about an area of your life where you do have them and maybe you have good ones and think about how you can apply that to a different area of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess recognizing that even if you are saying no to something, you're also saying yes to something else. So like you saying, I don't want to be on my phone for an hour a day. You're saying no to being on your phone, but you're saying yes to like freeing up that hour for something else and like maybe taking care of yourself or just like, I don't know, going outside, reading a book. I don't know, something else that's not necessarily you being on your phone. Yeah. And you're being more intentional and selective and you're saying, you know, this is the person I want to be. So I'm going to carry that out. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, go easy on yourself, especially if you're setting boundaries for the first time, because like you will screw it up. You know, I still screw it up and I've been setting them for a long time and I teach people about them. It's not black and white, you know, it's not, yeah. like a, it's not a science. Yeah. <laughs> We're all Very human. It's, we're all human and you're going to screw it up a whole bunch of times, but we have to be okay with that because mm-hmm. it's still worth it. It's still worth it just to try. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can just try and then it's not like the end of the world if it doesn't work out the way you thought it would. You just, there's nothing wrong with that. It's true. But yeah, for anyone who like is completely like, I really want some support in this. I really want to learn the basics and I really do want to have a less stressful holiday and everything you're saying is, you know, like I really need help with that. You should definitely come to my setting boundaries with diet culture workshop. It is going to be an hour and a half and so helpful, especially if this is stuff you've never done before and I highly, highly recommend getting support, whether it be through this workshop or in a different context, because Mm -hmm. it's a game changing tool. Like it can make your life so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just got to kind of put the effort in to work on it, which is like anything in life, honestly. So it's true. And we deserve it. You know, Mm -hmm. we deserve to put that effort into ourselves and our own lives. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Mm -hmm. Well, before we sign off, I finish every episode with some rapid fire questions. So we have five questions that you can answer in like a sentence or a word. Just kind of like don't judge whatever comes up and let that be your answer. You ready? Ready. Okay. So the first question is, what is something you do that makes you feel good? Set boundaries. <laughs> we should have all known that answer. I'm sorry, it's like all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's perfect. Does that? Does make me happy. Yeah. Uh, what is something that you value? I value 
authenticity, self-trust, and confidence. Nice. What is something that you want to let go of? I want to let go of feeling like I have to say yes to things, feeling like I have to do things for other people, Mm -hmm. feeling like I have to look outward to find the answer. I want to look inward and and let go of all those, all those inclinations. Mm -hmm. What is something you're currently working on? So it can be like personal or career or anything. Um, I'm getting my master's right now. Oh, wow. In public policy. Okay, cool. So I'm working on finishing that and surviving it, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Stressful. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. And then the last question is, how do you want to be remembered? That's a good question. Mm -hmm. I love the answers. I want to be remembered as someone who really inspires people to live lives that they never thought that they could live and ask for things that they never thought that they could do. And I want to show people that the limits that they're setting for themselves are too small. Mm. They can ask for way more that they're asking for right now. Mm-hmm. At the person who can really help people do that. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Setting limits that are too small. That's awesome. Um, so before we say goodbye, where can everybody find you? Like, where can we find the webinar? Obviously, I'll have everything linked, but like, if someone's like, oh, I want to go learn more, where do they go? So go to my Instagram page, which is at Healthy by Hannah B. It's where I spend most of my time. Uh, Through the links there, you'll be able to sign up for my email list. And you definitely are going to want to do that because on my email list, I'm going to be having a exclusive pre-sale for anyone who is interested in the Boundaries webinar. It's going to be directly through the email list. You'll get a discounted price and you'll be able to reserve your spot early. And there is going to be limited spots. So that's the best way to access it for sure. Just heading to my profile and there'll be in the link in my bio. If you do sign up for the email list, you'll also get a free body acceptance ebook as a little gift. Um, but that's the best way. You can also find me on TikTok. Um, and you can also listen to the Hannah Says podcast mm-hmm. where I talk all about confidence and I help people unlearn a lot of the narratives that are holding them back from finding their inner confidence. Awesome. And when is the webinar? Like it's in December, but what's the date? The webinar is on December 6th. Okay. So it's a Sunday. Okay. Cool. And pre-sale will be about two weeks before that. So mid-November. Okay. So make sure to keep an eye out once you sign up for the email list. You'll get just keep an eye out in your inbox for that and just on my page. 
Awesome. Thank you so much for joining and sharing more about your story and body acceptance and setting boundaries. And um, I'm excited for your webinar for you. That's so exciting. And I'm sure everyone listening was able to at least take something away. And I hope that someone today is going to, whoever's listening to this, set a boundary. And if you do set a boundary, you should definitely tag us and share about it so that we know. God, please do. Just one, just one boundary. Just one boundary. It can be like, I'm going to bed at eight o'clock tonight instead of 12 or something. I don't know, just something. But yeah, thank you so much for joining, Hannah. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode with Hannah. I hope you loved it and you were able to take something away from it. And maybe you're inspired to set a couple more boundaries in your life. As always, if you loved this episode and you love this podcast, I would so appreciate it if you could give us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you would like to share, then you can always tag us at Pure Balance and at Healthy by Hannah B and share anything that you learned throughout this episode. And other than that, I hope you have a beautiful week and I will see you next Monday.